Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This is episode number 517 for Wednesday, the 16th of August, 2017. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, tonight, we're going to be jumping right back into Sasha's computer build. We're going to be uh, getting started, picking our processor, and getting that shopping list uh, started for you tonight. So we appreciate all your feedback so far. Make sure you keep it coming. And uh, also tonight, we're going to be, uh, you know, as I'm thinking about that shopping list and shopping on Amazon and everything, I thought it'd be a great idea to share with you uh, some of the big earners for us uh, through our Amazon partner links. So if you've been using those links, hey, maybe uh, you'll get mentioned um, entirely anonymously. But right. we want to tell you uh, how some of the uh, bills here at Category 5 are paid through your support by shopping through our partner links. So stick around. Very cool. What do you have? Well, here's what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. Special glasses for viewing the coming solar eclipse have been recalled by Amazon because they might fry your retinas. A new camera in Absolution turns any dumb fridge into a smart fridge. Thanks to a firmware update blunder, an automatic over-the-air upgrade will break front door smart locks for at least five days. No need to worry, the asteroid heading toward Earth uh, and thought to hit us in October will miss our planet by a long shot. And a teenager was just awarded $10,000 for a bug he found in Google's back end. Stick around, the full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Our live recordings are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs. Category5.tv streams live with Telestream Wirecast and Nimble Streamer. Tune in live every single week on Roku, Kodi, and other HLS video players. For local showtimes, visit Category5.tv. Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.tv slash IAIB. Welcome to the show, everybody. Nice to have you back this week, and I hope you're doing well. Hope it's been a good week for you so far, and tonight we've got a fun one planned for you. Of course, we've got some comments and questions from you guys about uh, Sasha's new computer built. Yes. We're going to be pursuing that tonight, really taking it full force as we begin. Uh, we're going to be working on that, uh, that shopping list in just a couple of minutes' time. So we'll pretty much get right into that because it's, uh, it's going to be uh, you know, a, fair, a fair chunk tonight as we... Yeah. Decide what uh, what hardware you want, uh, but before right. we do get into that, yes, I just wanted to congratulate our winners. Now we had oh, yeah. uh, well over three hundred people who entered uh, a ballot in order to win, win my wife's new novel. Is Becca Ferguson? Uh, it's called When the Fog Cleared, and we gave away a couple of paperback copies of that book uh, just uh, yesterday. So congratulations to those of you who won. The two people that did win. Uh, I'm waiting for the names to come around because we're just confirming the winners uh, before we start announcing. Um, that's, so That's really cool that Amazon has that, actually. It really is neat. I love it. So when I go to a, an Amazon product, I can actually I can buy it and then award it in a contest. That so is... That's pretty cool. Very cool. Now, Amazon... You try that for other stuff, too. Our Amazon affiliate links have been really working very well they sure as have. well. Yeah. So... Um, bef before I jump into that, though, um, if anyone does want a free copy of Becca's book, yes. uh, there are two new books coming out this weekend. So uh, you can actually go... 
uh, on your Kindle app. Uh, if you've got a Kindle, uh, that's great. If you don't, uh, now I've got an Android phone. You can actually um, you can do it right on your Android phone, on your iOS phone. Uh, why don't I bring it up for you? Yeah. Kindle is absolutely free, the software. So you can install right. the app on your phone, and then it's like, it's, it's like having a Kindle on your phone. Right here Which we go. Is perfect. Actually, I'm going to put. I'm going to go horizontal so that it fits your TV a little better. There we are. So, so that's what the Kindle app looks like uh, on my phone. So, The Attic and When the Fog Cleared. Those two books are being given away on Kindle this weekend, absolutely free. Make sure you watch my Twitter channel, my Twitter feed, and uh, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to follow that, or just get onto Amazon and do a search for Becca Ferguson, and it's spelled B-E-K-A-H. Incidentally, uh, do you remember Sa- uh, Sasha? Do you remember Rachel Shu? Yes, she was a co-host here on uh, Category Five TV for for a, a time, and she co-wrote The Attic with Becca. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, When the Fog Cleared is a Christian romance, and if you're not into Christian romance, if that's not a genre that you're interested in, The Attic is just a straight uh, fantasy. It's like a sci-fi fantasy thriller uh, with lots of monsters and, and cool stuff and a gothic mansion that they get to explore. So it, it's a lot of fun. You definitely want to check that one out as well. Uh, I'd appreciate as well, just, just to show your support. I mean, it's a free download this weekend. Uh, that's the, uh, what is that? The 18th, 19th, and 20th. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just show your support by downloading it anyways. And that just, uh, that just counts toward the numbers. It's free for you. So, you know, helps Becca climb up the charts a little bit on Amazon, which is kind of nice for yeah. her. And it's encouraging, especially with all the years of work that it is to, to write a full-length novel. So I'm very so cool stuff. excited to read Sorry, it. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you, though. But no, Am- well. Amazon is, it's a lot, like, it's a great shop. Right. Uh, and it's growing. It's always growing. It's always getting better and better. Uh, one of the things that we want to start doing here at the show is uh, express our thanks in a more direct way for um, some of the products that are really helping us to pay the bills. Because we say, hey, go to our, our partner links and click on there and go, you know, if you're going to shop on Amazon or eBay or any of our partners, make sure you go through our website because then we get a commission mm-hmm. on each sale. And it doesn't cost you any extra, but it helps us. But what better way to express that and actually share with you, well, what does that actually mean in terms of dollars? Uh, we thought, hey, let's look at some of the, you know, the top earners for us, if you will, uh, over the past few weeks. So, so we have, um, well, a gas portable generator. It's completely anonymous, folks. I don't even know who bought them or where they went. No, I know, but these it's, people are cool. A so gas portable generator. A gas gen- generator. Yeah. You can go on to Amazon, which was at one point just an online bookstore, yeah. and buy a gas generator. I wonder what shipping would be for that. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> but our commission on that was what? $16. 16 bucks. Yeah. Cool. I mean, coming in second, GoPro Karma Grip Stabilizer. Yeah, that's the thing that makes your GoPro like hover, just like uh, the, Osmo. the Osmo that we had. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. $11.96. That's in our pocket. Nice. Thanks. That helps and a lot. And you have a cool camera stabilizer. That I'll is cool. You. Yeah. I want to see the videos. Network cabling kit, $3.30. There you go. So you buy some tools on Amazon. Yeah. You know, we've done some features here, how to do your own home networking and things like that. Yeah. And you buy the kit and there's another four bucks in our, in our, toward our rent. Wi-Fi range extender. So what that, cool. what, 
That would be like if I had Wi-Fi in my house and I wanted it to be upstairs as well as Typically, downstairs? Typically, yeah. The, you okay. know, the cable comes in in the basement or the garage and doesn't quite get through the, uh, all the walls. All right. So you put a range extender which picks up the Wi-Fi from the other device and then rebroadcasts it. So that gave us $3. Perfect. And now you can Fantastic. go into your garage and shop on your phone on Amazon and get us some more stuff. So keep in mind when you bought that range, range extender that it's, it's basically like donating $3 to Category 5 TV. We're volunteers here. Uh, we pay the bills to make sure that we can keep this free for you. And, uh, and that's one way that you've supported us this week. So mm-hmm. thank you. It says more than 60 items. More than 60 items ordered over the past couple of weeks. Yes. So and it's you. just like that. Like it tapers down and, you know, some things are, you know, a uh, dollar and some things are, as you see, $16 uh, to help support Category 5 TV. So all the money that's raised through our partners in that way is uh, put directly into Category 5 TV. Mm-hmm. It pays for our rent. It pays for our internet service and any other kind of fees that we have. Uh, that's, you know, first and foremost where we put it. Uh, obviously, you know, it's not, it doesn't make the entire amount of our monthly expenses that's for sure like we we, right. don't, we don't even approach that but, but it helps it does it makes a huge significant difference and uh, we appreciate that very much and i think it'll grow over time especially as you realize that hey as long as i click on that link that's all i got to do mm-hmm. and there's another three dollars in uh, for category five very cool and we get commission on every single item that you order too See, that's neat. Yeah. So if you want to buy, uh, I know that there are those of you who buy your coffee on our Amazon partner That's link. true. K-Cup coffee, $2.90. Boom. $2.90. You that's just like bought th- us two cups of coffee. That's right. Basically. <laughs> How nice is that? Uh, your dog treats. That gets us uh, an, an income here as well, again, to go toward our rent and our expenses. Um, so n- neither of us, uh, none of us take a, a commission off of uh, any of this. Um, it's strictly um, to support the show. So we thank you very, very much. Okay, what else do we need to cover? Uh, I wanted to mention, just because I thought it was wild, um, that uh, Apple is starting to take on broadcast. Right. They so have, they've taken on a couple of Sony um, Pictures mm-hmm. employees, and now they're part of Apple, and they've put a budget of $1 billion into, into TV shows. Eh? Into TV shows. Into creating original content by Apple. That can, should be neat. I can understand Netflix doing it. I can understand Amazon even doing it because of right, Prime. Right. But now all of a sudden Apple? So what does that mean as far as their content provisioning? Right. Uh, are we going to start to see more of that? And I know we are. That's, you know, they know that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these folks make money off of this because you, know, you figure they're spending a billion dollars and you know, subscriptions of Netflix are not very much money. They're going up, though. I they saw are that going in the up, news. Yeah. They are going up. That's disappointing. Yeah. You want to know something really lame? Speaking what? of subscription services, I got an email promoting the new Star Trek Discovery by CBS All Access. And it said, click here to obtain your one-month free trial of CBS All Access. But the trial, the, the capability of registering for the trial expired that weekend. Oh. And it's a one-month trial. Star Trek doesn't start until the end of September. Oh, that's me. So they're marketing it as, here, get your free trial because Star Trek is starting. Um, By the time it starts, 
it's, it's my trial. Your is trial over. is over. Yeah. So basically, it's a ruse to get people to register, right? So that they start paying just before Star Trek comes on. Right. It's smart. I mean, I've signed up for free trials, and I've just like. My Spotify, I, I signed up for Spotify Premium on a free trial that mm-hmm. I just never canceled. So now I have Spotify Premium. Fantastic. Right? Yeah. So I'm spending money on that, but it's actually good. Same okay. with uh, Amazon Prime. I clicked the, do you want to try Prime free for 30 days? Yeah. But and Prime then, makes a lot of sense. Free shipping? Free shipping. I pay so much on shipping. Yeah, free shipping. And what was the other one that I just recently... Oh, Netflix. Netflix, Netflix is, is a no-brainer. Netflix is a no-brainer, no matter what. And I yeah. love it. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, those of you who are in regions where Netflix is going to be carrying Star Trek Discovery, I guess you don't need to worry about it. But here in Canada, we are going to have to register for CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Becca about it. You have to. It's a good business model in some ways, but at the same time, I don't like it. Yes. It's commercially driven. I'm talking on-demand video with commercials. <sighs> Not cool. Not yeah. cool. Now, so you're paying and you you're have commercials. F- yes, that's weird, exactly. eh? Because you're supposed to pay to not get commercials. That was the that's that's the thing that's with Spotify. Netflix is, yeah, that's and, how Netflix has gone. And same with Spotify. Spotify, you listen to the music and you can stream it for free. Yeah, but you have to listen to commercials. Doesn't it feel like a step back though in the progression of broadcasting? Yeah. That said, CBS All Access, you can pay more to get rid of the commercials. So it's like a two-tiered subscription service. But come on. I don't like that. Yeah. Unless they're really awesome commercials. There are some good commercials out there. I did. No. And online commercials, it's always repetitive. And you you see the same commercial four times in the hour. Right. It's nuts. That's true. And they're usually about medications. I did (laughs) successfully sit through a Facebook ad. Because usually you're starting to watch watch a video and it's like somebody doing pottery. I don't know. Um, (laughs) And you're like, oh, this looks like it's going to be a neat vase. It's targeted advertising, Sasha. Right. I get geekery. And then... And then the ad comes on, and usually I just scroll past. I'm like, I'm not sitting through an ad. Turns out those ads are only like seven seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have no clue what they're on about because I just look. I'm like seven seconds, and I look away and count to seven. And like, we, we have ads on our YouTube channel, and, you know, there is a skip this ad button. Yeah. That you can, if you just go a little above it and accidentally click outside of that, then it might open a website and give us like $3. Ooh, but that is good. Th- that would be accidental. You wouldn't you could s- necessarily do that on purpose, um, but you can skip the ads. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Are we ready to get into it? Because we've got to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be uh, talking with Sasha. Well, I'm going to be talking with Sasha. And you're here with the chat room. Uh, if you're watching live and uh, we're going to be talking to her about her new computer build, we're going to get started on the shopping list. So stick around. Now here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category 5.TV network by shopping at GearBest. That's right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.TV slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well, of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, Because Cat5.TV slash GearBest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock-bottom prices. Do they have cell phones? You betcha. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets. What about compute, uh, 
consumer electronics. Those make a great gift. Absolutely. From high-tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? It's like a superstore right from the comfort of your own chair at your computer through the interweb. Yeah, I, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of ele- uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, what about clothes? Yep. Both men and women, fashionable apparel at rock bottom, super duper prices. Kind of like this. Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than $30 plus free shipping at cap5.tv slash gear best. All right. You kind of got me there. Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff? Uh, now that the winter has passed, flying season. Do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh, my goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners' pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, but of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv slash GearBest. See, that's easy. Cat5.tv slash GearBest. That's right. Happy shopping. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and our website is www.category5.tv. Nice to see you, and we're ready to get into it. All right. I wouldn't mind going back a little bit over what we covered last week. Now, um, Sasha is building a supercomputer, a super gaming computer, Yes, we'll say. Super cool, super gaming computer. It's going to be awesome. Now, last week we learned what your vision was, what your budget was, mm-hmm. what the kind of criteria is that you're looking for with the gaming system. Um, let's just really quickly go over and review what we've established so far. So, we've got a budget of around $2,100 to build a super sleek, super smashing fast, beautiful gaming computer. Right. That, let me tell you, is hilariously similar to what my entire wedding budget is. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. Okay. Now, I presume we're talking Canadian dollars? Canadian dollars, okay. yes. So about $4 US. Uh, hardware criteria. Here's what we have so far over at the uh, forum, cat5.tv slash CPU2017. We are going to go with a full-size tower. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We need HDMI output uh, for an existing 4K 60-inch television. Correct. Uh, it's got to be fast and future-ready. The chassis's got to be sleek and beautiful. LEDs and visual appeal are something that That's are really exciting. most important to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the chassis's got to have some front-end USB 3.0 ports. Yes. Uh, we're looking at probably RAID 1 for file storage. Uh, for redundancy, if the budget allows. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, maybe just a single spinning hard drive uh, and probably an SSD for the operating system to keep things fast. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today okay. as we start picking out our products, okay? Um, it's going to be Linux compatible because that's what we want on there as far as mm-hmm. OSs go. A wireless keyboard and mouse. It's got to be 
possibly, we talked about now the ability to add Oculus Rift or something like that. Right. Um, so maybe future ready enough that you could add something like that down the exactly. road. Exactly. Might be uh, something for a couple years or something from now if this thing lasts. It's our anniversary gift. Sure it will. <laughs> we'll be like yeah, something new go. for the computer. Happy anniversary. Here you go. Some goggles. Be antisocial, wouldn't it? <laughs> if, you know, Dave was sitting there doing <laughs> VR. Yeah, but don't we? I'm sure there's a way. You can do. Um, dual, dual no, you can Oculus do the rips. mirror casts, right? You're in the same room, but you're in VR walking through a meadow shooting zombies. <laughs> That would that's be kind of a, that's horrible how and I, sad for that's me. That's how I visualize virtual reality. <laughs> that's what I think it is. Uh, okay, so software-wise, we want to go with something that is Linux-based. Uh, not too big of a stretch from Windows as far as the interface goes, but some eye candy would be great. Right, exactly. I want it to look amazing where people who come over are like, what is that? What? But then I want it to be like intuitive enough that right. it's not going to get thrown through a window. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, you don't need a monitor because right. uh, you're going to use the TV. Correct. Okay. So we got to get into it. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time as we get into this. Now, it's a fun series for you. If you've ever, if you've never built a uh, computer, Sasha's actually going to be doing this with her own two hands. Um, we never before done Yeah. This. Well, you've done the Raspberry Pi. Right. That's true. <laughs> take one circuit like, board, put it in a case, put the cover on, and you're done. <laughs> done. Built yep. a computer. This will be my second. Shock, this is my second computer build. <laughs> yeah, uh, you wait, bud. Okay. That so, episode's going to be a long one. Right. We're going to have to shoot on a Saturday and speed things up a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, the, how hard could it really be? Like, hard is not the word. It's time-consuming. It's something that takes patience because it takes meticulous. I'm going to answer this question in the future for myself, but I feel like it's kind of like everything just clicks into place. Like you open it up. Oh, is that how computers work? Yes. They're, they're made of Lego these days. Kind of. So oh, you yeah. open it up and like it's very clear where like this just slides in there until you hear a click. And then you take the wires from it and you just drag it over to the next thing and you just plug it in. I'm just thinking back to our conversation yesterday where... <laughs> some cables were plugged into the Raspberry Pi. That, that was not, not me. Been. I know, but I'm just saying. I know. Just because it fits, Sasha. You can't just jam it in there. This is why I'm doing it with a, yeah, clearly a lot of witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> and not just witnesses, but collaborators. So yes. part of the fun of this series, folks, is that you get to help Sasha choose what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing tonight. Okay, so chat room, be ready for it. If you're watching this on demand after the fact, make sure you comment below or head on over to the forum. Again, cat5.tv slash CPU2017. Now, first out the gate, Garby wants to know uh, if it seriously doesn't matter about the chassis size. Like, what happens if it's a couple inches this way or that way and it doesn't fit anymore? Like, what doesn't fit? The chassis doesn't fit in the room? In the room, in the, oh, yeah, in no. the spot where okay. you're putting it. So it's going beside... I should have taken a picture of my living room. But it's going beside the TV stand, right? In the corner of the room, it's the got... The TV is on like a... Like a... A big open... A hutch or something? It's on like a, a glass stand. So there's... Okay. Right? And it's quite open in that area. Mm -hmm. There's like a... I would say that there's like... 12 square feet of space I could take up, oh. really. Like, I'm not going to, but yeah. that's how much space I actually have. <laughs> We're doing a water tank. 
<laughs> a fish tank computer build, mineral water and everything. I do have a lot of space I can use, so it is okay. Very cool. Um, All right, that's good. Um, should we jump on? Uh, Lyndon uh, asked at the end of the show last week, and we missed it on the air, I believe. Um, do we need to go with an i7 or higher, or can we just go with an i5? What is that? That's the processor, the CPU. That's the brains of the computer, the thing that does all the work for processing. Okay, so what would the difference be between an i7 Plus or an i5? Just slower if it was um, an i5? It depends on the model. Okay. Uh, because there's like the K-series of the i7, the unlocked. Um, so uh, an i7 K-series can be overclocked, so you can get it faster than the stock um, settings. Uh, but essentially why I would lean toward the i7, especially when they, they are, f you know, there are some i7 processors that are going to be fairly close in price um, to i5s. i5s are, in my opinion and in, in my view, kind of, they're great for laptops. i3s are great for laptops because they're more energy efficient. Uh, they don't they don't drain the battery as fast because they're missing some of the features. So the key one with the i7 that I want in this computer is hi uh, hyper-threading. Okay. And that means um, essentially the programs have more threads to be able to work with um, when they're processing information and doing things. That sounds good. It sounds real good. And a yeah. lot of your, your games and things will probably be able to utilize that. Okay. So we, I would go that way just because of that. So if the budget allows, certainly, I mean, we're not going to do the i9 X series. That, that was just kind of a joke. That would be nice, but you're looking at a $2,000 processor, just the one chip. Okay. Right. So we're going to stay away from that. But an i7 uh, K-series would probably be a really good one. We don't even have to go K-series because they may not even overclock. But it gives them that option. Again, thinking future ready. Right. So Garby says that to look at the HW leaderboard. The hardware leaderboard. Okay. This is over at uh, PCPur.com. Uh, can I bring that up? Yeah. Okay. PCPur.com slash... HWLB for Hardware Leaderboard. Okay, so let's get a look at what, uh, what you're recommending here. Okay, so this kind of stuff is cool because other folks have done the work, Sash. Right. And they've figured out, hey, what's going to work well? What's going to play nicely? And they've done exactly what we wanted to set out to do in figuring out, okay, well, what does a dream system cost? Right. Oh, here, I have just a comment in the chat room I want to just, like, touch on yeah. because maybe we do it wrong at home because the foo says that they would never put a real computer in the same room where they're watching tv or movies but you i have turn, liquid cooling because right but i turn my computer off N not while you're watching a movie from it well not when i'm watching a movie from it no but then i would turn up the stereo same with when you're driving oh a car. yeah 7.1 yeah 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 <laughs> okay add that to the feature request folks 7.1 so, yeah. but yeah, you just turn up the noise of the TV. Sure. Like of I think we should probably add to the list that this baby's got to be fairly quiet. Yeah, it's like it can't be. Space. It's in my living space. It can't be like. And you super want it funky. to be a centerpiece. You want it to be out in the open where you can see it. You don't want to put it in a closet and then run an HDMI cable to it. Exactly. It's got to be beautiful. It is the piece. Okay, so quiet. Quiet is new. There are fans. Fans are much much cheaper than liquid cooling. Right. Liquid cooling is going to bump up the cost. But it works very, very well. The cooler, the cooler your computer runs, the faster it can run. Right, and the liquid cooling is no noise at all? Very little. There's a pump, mm -hmm. and the pump draws the liquid over top of all the peripherals. And then it goes through a, like a carburetor, and it's like a, an air conditioner for your computer. Okay. So it's quite quiet. 
So, uh, so that's, but they, they do make fans that are quiet too. Okay. But fans are huge. You've got to wor- worry about then airflow, liquid cooling. You don't have to worry about airflow. Right. And part of liquid cooling is it can be very, very sleek because you don't have to have a great big 120 millimeter fan with a great big heat sink. It can right. be something really, really tiny and a couple LEDs on it. Huh. So we'll look at that. Okay. Um, okay, so back to... Back to this uh, hardware leaderboard. I love this idea because they've already done some of the pricing. So 3300 bucks for the Dream System, which is going to be an i9 seri- uh, X series. Uh, so what are they saying that processor's worth? Um, I don't know if it shows pricing. The i9, basically the top-of-the-line Intel processor right, right. now. Um, I'm not sure where you see the individual pricing on this site. I'm not familiar with it, but I love the idea, Garby. Thank you for showing it to us. Uh, a high-end system. They're recommending a Ryzen uh, processor from AMD. I, I tend to want to lean toward Intel. I've had really good, um, really good experiences with all things Intel, but I have had bad experiences with AMD. Okay. Whether or not that's really an issue um i don't know we're gonna we're gonna get into that and i want you to give your feedback what do you think Mm -hmm. should we be looking only at intel uh the foo wants us to look at some cpu benchmarks right should be good oh there it goes twenty six hundred dollars for that particular processor sash can you imagine so if you buy the processor do you get everything else for free yeah right (laughs) no you just have a single chip that you can't do anything with right until you buy all the other stuff Got it. All right. So forget about that. All right. Let's look at what uh, the Foo is telling us to do. Look at the CPU benchmarks. This is going to be a good one. HTTPS colon slash slash CPU bench. Uh, Did I put a B? No. Benchmark dot net. Dot net. Yes. Okay. Slash high end. And CPUs dot HTML. Feel like a blast from the past with an HTML extension. Okay, so what does this tell us? Ooh, benchmark, oh. Sasha. Faster at the top, equally expensive, 2700 bucks for that processor. Um, so I'm guessing, no, they've got the Threadrippers here. They've got the i9-7900X. So this is, this is current. This is nice. Nice, it definitely. And it's not going to give us everything we need to know, but it tells us, some important information. One of the things that the Foo said last week is, hey, you know what a, a good starting place to, to go is, is to say, how much do we want to spend on the processor, mm-hmm. be it two, three, four hundred dollars $400, and then work your way around that. So if we say it's a $300 processor, let's find the best one for that price, and then pick the motherboard and the other right. peripherals based on that. We're going to pick the RAM based on the motherboard. We're going to pick the hard drive based on the motherboard. Uh, that kind of stuff. So the processor is like the main thing you build around the all... The brain. It's the brain. It's one chip on the on the motherboard. Okay. And it does all the thinking. Right. Yep. So looking at our benchmarks, this tells us which ones are considered the fastest. So uh, let's say $300 is our budget or thereabouts. Because our aim is $2,100 total. And so we need to, right. you know, the processor is only one component. So I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. That benchmark is going down. There's <sighs> one for 358 It's an Intel Core i7-6850K. Uh, so that's the unlocked processor. And looks like it's on par with the Intel Xeon E5-1660 uh, uh, as far as speed goes. And it's $1,300 cheaper. Um, so that's good. 6850K. 
which is obviously a step down from, say, the 7900 <laughs> but but $1,000 cheaper or more. So let's look at the Intel i7-6850K on, let's say, Amazon. So the way that we want to do that is go to category5.tv, Mm-hmm. And on our website, we go support us, shop with our partners, and then Amazon.ca is the one that I want to use. And that's all there was to it. So you see what it does is it adds a little tag up there, which is different for each each click. So make sure you don't just copy it and paste it. It's something that you need to go mm-hmm. through our site. So I'm going to paste in there. What does that cost us on Amazon? 630 bucks. That's our Canadian dollar, folks. There's a big part of our budget. Are there viewers also, you know, when people on Amazon, it shows you like a list of other recommended things? They looked at this and they bought this. Yes. Yeah, baby. That's one of the reasons I love Amazon. Okay. So, and that's what I want to look at down here is, okay, well, here's some other stuff. Uh, Can I see what other people have bought having looked at this one? Let's see. I mean, look at the ratings on that. Hey, if you had an extra budget, then that's pretty sleek. Uh, what did people buy? Does it tell us? No, it's not going to give us any options. Okay, so we're going to have to step down from the, uh, from the 6850. So let's go back to our benchmarks and see what the next i7 processor is. Why don't I just do a search for i7? And that highlights i7 for me. And now I can just kind of scroll down. Well, there's a lot of them. So that one's 2350. 649, 329 for 6800, which I'm not sure if that's going to be accurate or not. It's a little step down from the one we were looking at. 6800K for 419. So that's not too far off. Mm-hmm. Any feedback from our chat room? Hey, get onto there. Uh, Category 5 on free node. Sash is kind of watching that and watching the screen at the same time. Uh, what else can we do here? You find this interesting, Sash? I, I do find it I mean, this is something you wanted to take on, right? So, yeah. And this is the process. The process is figuring out. I love this, folks. The Foo, thank you for the uh, benchmark. This really helps this, you to yeah. get a sense because the numbers can be tricky. This That's, is the thing. Well, th- this is why I wanted to take it on here with everybody here helping because I really wouldn't know. I would literally just have to walk into a store mm-hmm. and say, okay, I want to buy a yeah. computer. Yeah. And then I would just it and i haven't learned anything there's not really a lot of love i mean there's love in the intent but there's not really a lot of love put into it you've built you're going to build this system the 7700k uh from intel looks like it's a reasonable price according to that benchmark i'm just going to punch it into amazon here sasha and see what it says 404 so hey that's you know it's still 400 bucks so what why don't we and is that one for a little bit of a better price Mm, no. Okay, so we want the 7th Gen 7700K. Let's pretend. And let's find the best price we can on Amazon. What's APU? 7600. BP9 in the chat room said, any interest in APU, which is CPU and graphics in one chip? Yeah, uh, we don't need that. I guess that is an advantage to some of these i7 chips, but we're going to be putting a, a PCIe card in there anyways, which is your right. NVIDIA card oh, okay. for graphics. Right. So we don't need the integrated graphics at all. Okay, perfect. What is the 7600K? Because Amazon says it's only 279. That's well in line with the budget. So, 70, what did I say? 7600? Seven, and yeah. 
it is up there with with the i seven thirty seven seventy not sure is it worth is it worth it what was the one I was looking at the i seven seventy seven hundred k how big of a step down are those? So the 7700K versus... Oh, see, now I'm all, like, attached to the bigger bars. <laughs> this is what they did to me as a consumer. The big you colored want, bars, yeah. right? They start out, like, oh, yeah. all the way across, tiny, and then like, yeah, it gets... Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. that. Let's move I'll up pay, the page I'll pay another 100 bucks for the Let's bigger get, bar. I need a little mm-hmm. mid bar. You know, I don't want the mini. So without being, <laughs> without being at all unreasonable... Right. Let's start uh, start uh, uh, building our shopping list here yes, based on the higher end of the price range that we're going for. So what I mean by that is we're going to add the 7700K right. now and then build around that and see what it comes to. Because right. if, if that works, then fantastic. You get a bit of a better processor uh, and a fairly fairly good amount better. Um, and if it doesn't work, if it ends up being upward of... Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So we're not going to be unreasonable. We're not going to add the i9, but let's add the Intel Core i7 7700K. And again, all of this stuff is being accumulated and added to the forum, cat5.tv slash... Um, t- uh, CPU 2017. Before we go further, can I read um, Albuquerque Turkey had, had yes, sent in a please. comment? Yeah, and I'm going to take some notes here. Okay, so it sounds like you're itching to spend lots of Sasha's bucks or loonies, whichever you guys <laughs> call them, on carte blanche computer for Sasha and Dave. A turkey, like, say, the Albuquerque turkey, would have a much sharper pencil. Be that as it may, just a couple of things for you and Sasha to consider. Okay. Please tell her to carefully measure the computer they have now. We have covered this. Okay. The computer size is Still, fine. I've been told to tell you, so carefully measure it. I will carefully measure it. Okay. okay. What if the super duper new one is an inch wider, two or three inches taller, or deeper? The mother. Ah. Right. The okay, mo- that's exactly what what we were saying earlier. Yeah. yeah. If the motherboard is. EATX size, the case might have to be a couple inches deeper. Also, is there room to have a few inches of clearance on the rear for ventilation? Um, so a wrist and a couple of fingers can reach around to add a cable or a gizmo or two. I would rather have all of the gizmos and cables and stuff loaded in the front end, not the back, if, that, if we can do that. Like, I'd rather most of, like, just the power cable and stuff be out the back, but I want, oh, like, sure. any USB or any connections and stuff that I would mm-hmm. be in have, and out have of. both, front and back. Okay. And hidden stuff underneath, like... Uh, uh, cable management ch- chassis would help hide all the wires so you don't oh, see them. That would be nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, my Oh, and leave room for the occasional dust bunny back there. <laughs> M- might the new computer impinge on the traffic pattern? That could be bad for toes or shins in the dark of night. It's actually in the corner of the room. It's, it's the, the tower where it is now is perfect. I will take a picture. Lest I forget, a bunch of inexpensive fans would be wonderful even if you get a water cooler. A large gaming case would likely have room for two 120-millimeter fans in front. The side panel might have room for one. The back panel might come with an exhaust fan, but it might be a smaller size. A water cooler would probably have two or three fans somewhere. If you have lots of fans, they can run slowly and quietly. Huh, True, yeah. That is smart. Turn them down. 
A true pessimist like, say, me would also worry about the water cooling. <laughs> this is awesome. Up there in the Northwoods, what happens when the temperature drops to its customary 20 below zero and the power goes out on a weekend session day we're 100 miles away? Is the liquid actually antifreeze like automobile antifreeze? Or might it be just plain water that would freeze easily at minus 20 Fahrenheit? That would not be a good thing. My pipes would burst first. Uh, L- LCS is, uh, is antifreeze. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like a green coolant. Yeah. Ooh. Um, graphics card. The power you guys have in Ontario comes from where? Quebec? No problem. <laughs> Those Quebecers sell them as much power as you need. A fancy graphics card can draw over 200 watts or more just for that one component. On the other that hand... it's cost to our power supply as well. Yeah, it helps. Okay, so it'll help keep the chill off the room in the 10 or 11 months of Arctic winter in Barrie. <laughs> <laughs> so graphics card heats up the house is that what happens nah I would get an LCS graphics card as well if we can if not then something that's got a big heat sink and some fans okay but they can get a little noisy depending on what you're doing okay mm. what are the specs for the 4K television beyond resolution refresh rate if the TV is limited to say 60 hertz the graphics card won't have to work as hard if it can do 200 or 240 hertz that would be fantastic but keep the fire extinguisher handy <laughs> so that matters then the tv specs well yeah because what he's know. saying like do you have a 3d tv or is it just standard like 60 hertz 30 frames 60 frames a second do i don't you, know do you use 3d glasses yes so you're looking at 120 frames per second I don't use 3D eye. glasses all the time, but no. like, yeah. But so your TV is capable of it is, 120 yeah. frames a second easy. Um, so if you want that kind of quality, your TV is capable of it. So we could throw a card on there that is capable of it as well. So I could play 3D from the computer to the TV? Yeah, I guess you could. I don't do other computer games that use that technology. I guess so. I'm right? guessing so. But say, like, if I'm playing a movie or something, could I... I don't know. From the computer? If yeah. it's 3D. Huh. But I, I've never, ever done that. I don't have that kind of television. <laughs> or power. We don't have... Yeah, we don't have kids. What I added there... <laughs> yes. What I added there for uh, from Albuquerque Turkey's email was cable management, being able to hide away the wires just because mm-hmm. we had that brief discussion. And got me thinking there, Albuquerque Turkey, uh, we should throw a fan controller in there. It's just a cheap little dial that you can turn down the speed of the fan. That is smart. Mm-hmm. So you can make it super quiet while still spinning. Right. If fast I was enough to keep it cool. Doing like downloading something overnight. Not that that happens anymore since I was like 13 when it downloads for one song oh, yeah. took all night <laughs> to leave the computer right, right. up. Okay. So we know we're, we're going to start building this thing around a 7700K okay. Intel processor. So folks, it's up to you to get onto Amazon or your favorite um, site uh, for buying computer peripherals. And let's start building around that. So we're looking for a motherboard, uh, what kind of Kingston RAM we can throw at it because I'm I'm thinking we're definitely going to want to go with Kingston. Uh, we want reliability. We want um, good bang for the buck. And, uh, uh, you know, 16 to 32 gigs of RAM would be just fine. Right. Um, and, and I was also thinking this week, you know, should we go with an M2 instead of a standard SSD like over SATA channel? SATA is the, the bus or a.k.a. the connector for the hard drive. And it's not a oh. hard drive anymore because that means there's spinning parts. Okay. It's called a solid state drive or SSD. Okay. So 
a solid-state drive connected to the same bus that the old spinning hard drives used was considered super fast, six gigs per second. Right. Okay? Now you can get what's called an M2. It does away with the SATA controller, completely uses the PCIe bus, and now you get four times that speed. So the hard drive itself, the solid-state drive, is a chip attached to your motherboard that runs at up to two gigs per... No, not two gigs. Is it two terabytes per second? That's a lot. Something crazy. That's cool. I don't uh, two thousand gigabytes or something like that. I don't know. My math sucks today. <laughs> but it's four times faster anyway. It's going to be super super sleek. Okay. So I wonder if M two would be the way to go. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Hmm. So get your Fine. comments in. Yeah. That's really it, eh? Um, any other comments, Sasha, that we should bring up as because this is kind of the final phase of hey, next week we're going to be looking back at all the notes. We're going to be saying, okay, here's what we're, what we're going to get. What we're doing. These are our final here's answers because it's like crunch time yep. here. Mm-hmm. The wedding's September 9th. <laughs> Not that it needs to be done by September 9th because no, that would be crazy. Get your, your thoughts in. It's cat5.tv slash CPU 2017. Now, I'm doing my best to kind of grab all your comments from all the different places where people are making notes and, and posting comments, um, but that I tend to make mistakes if I do that. So if you can put it on the forum, that would be probably ideal because then it mm-hmm. centralizes everything to one spot. And of course, that's also where we're posting all the videos from this series, so you'll be able to follow along. Perfect. Right. Thanks, everybody. Well, Sasha, do you want to jump over to the newsroom? I certainly do. Okay. All right, here are the stories we're covering this week in the Category 5.TV newsroom. Oh, I don't have my computer thing. Oh. <laughs> That's not going to work. I don't have my computer thing. I don't have thing. my thing. My, um... Our teleprompter here, folks, uses yes. a Bluetooth wireless keyboard. Computer thing. A, a computer thing, as Sasha calls it. <laughs> and uh, now she has it, so she can actually control her teleprompter. Okay, but I'm like, how come the words aren't moving? <laughs> I'm, I'm just clicking randomly in the, oh, right, I don't have my computer thing. <sighs> okay, so let's try that again. Here are the stories we're covering this week in the Category 5.TV newsroom. Special glasses for viewing the coming solar eclipse have been recalled by Amazon because they might fry your retinas. A new camera and app solution turns any dumb fridge into a smart fridge. Thanks to, fir- firm- thanks to a firmware update blunder, an automatic over-the-air upgrade will break front door smart locks for at least five days. No need to worry, the asteroid heading toward Earth and thought to hit us in October will miss our planet by a long shot. And a teenager was just awarded $10,000 for a bug he found in Google's back end. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Jeff Weston. You're building a brand new beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? You're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. It's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost. For just $5 and a bit of change per month, 
you are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. Ooh. So your own .com. Nice. To put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. Cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find. $5 and change per month. Go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories for the week of August 16th, 2017. On Monday, the United States will witness a total solar eclipse, the first for almost 99 years, and the likes of which the world has never seen. It's a once-in-a-lifetime event, and it's unlikely that we'll ever see anything like it again. Suffice to say, America's gone eclipse crazy with hotel rooms in the best viewing locations going for thousands of dollars a night. But to observe the spectacle without frying your retinas, you need special filter glasses that conform to the ISO 12312.2 safety standards. Unfortunately though, some folks are flogging ordinary shades and handheld viewers with labels falsely stating that they conform to this standard. According to the American Astronomical Society, these do not block enough of the sun's ultraviolet, visible, and infrared radiation to make them truly safe. Predictably, many of these were sold through Amazon and, Se and the Seattle-based retail giant is taking action to recall them. KGW News, an NBC affiliate based in Portland, reported receiving an, an email from Amazon explaining that the solar filters that they purchased were not confirmed safe for viewing. We recommend that you do not use this product to view the sun or the eclipse, Amazon said. Speaking to tech blog The Register, an Amazon spokesperson said that it decided to start the recall out of an abundance of caution. The company didn't mention the scale of the recall, whether the recall had been completed, or indeed how it makes the determination that the glasses are unsafe. I just want to ask a quick question. If I just glance at the sun. Mm -hmm. I'm not frying my retina. So can I just like glance at the eclipse and not fry my retinas? I feel like is it the sun stronger? I don't know. Does the chat room know about that? I don't know. I, f <clears throat> I remember I watched an eclipse when I was really young and we had to do it with the special Sure, like thing. welding helmets and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't think you can, you, you can't like stare at the sun without expecting damage. Right. But here's the difference, is when you look at the sun, and I'm not a medical professional, okay? Let's just put that out there. When you stare at the sun, if you do, which is an idiotic thing to do, Sasha. Let's, let's stop, okay? Let's stop doing that kind of stuff. Your pupils will close up right. to, to let very little light in. Yeah, so when it's you, protective. Right. But when you look at a solar eclipse, that is oh. not going to occur. Right. So that protects Which makes you want to stare longer. Which makes it so that you may not real. It's like sunburn on a cloudy day. You, right. You don't realize that you're uh, actually experiencing true. this until it's too late. Here's what I think. It's been a very rainy, cloudy summer, all summer. Yeah. And these hotel rooms that are going oh. for thousands of dollars oh. a night, I'll tell you, it's don't been a it. really rainy, cloudy summer, all summer. I'm just, I am going, I will eat my hat if we can actually see this thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that would be such a shame. I know, right. but there'll be Let's great pictures the of them wherever the one place on earth can see yeah. it. 
Maybe the space station can get itself aligned for like three seconds. Yeah. I just, I, so far, it's been so cloudy. I didn't see the meteor shower either. <laughs> okay. The world's first wireless fridge camera goes on sale in the UK next month aimed at helping households slash food waste by being able to check exactly what they have in their refrigerator at any time. As well as taking selfies to be sent to the user, the Smarter Fridge Cam and app will also monitor use-by dates and send out automatic top-up reminders to buy more milk, for example. Hmm. It will also encourage people to eat what they already have, typically festering in the back of the fridge or in the salad box by suggesting recipes. This, dev this device joins tech initiatives such as mobile apps and scales that calculate the cost of food waste, which aim to transform the way people think about what they consume. The Fridge Cam provides a cheaper alternative to smart fridge brands like Samsung and Bosch, for example. Um, Samsung's Family Hub refrigerator costs £4,499. The Fridge Cam, however, turns any old fridge into a smart fridge for only £100. Wow, cool. That's not bad at all. I think it's a great idea. I like it. I'm, I'll get one. <laughs> Hardware company Lockstate has managed to bridge to brick hundreds of internet-connected so-called smart locks on people's front doors with a bad firmware update. The upshot is you can't use the built-in keypad on the devices to unlock the door. Lockstate smart locks are popular among Airbnb hosts as it allows them to give guests an entry code to get into properties without having to share physical keys. Lockstate is even a partner with Airbnb. Earlier this week, though, new software was automatically sent out to folks um, $469 lock state 6000i locks, one of the upstart's top residential smart locks, which left the keypad entirely useless. The crashed locks, which connects to your home to, to connect to your home Wi-Fi for remote control and monitoring as well as firmware updates, are now going to be out of action for at least a week. Owners have two choices. They can either remove the back panel of the lock and send it to the manufacturer so the software can be manually updated, which will take between five and seven working days. Alternatively, they can ask for a replacement, which will take 14 to 18 days to ship and then send back the junked lock. The physical key on the lock should still work, but that's going to be a cold comfort for a lot of Airbnb users who prefer to keep the physical keys to themselves and set an access code for each lodger that stops by. Oh. Yeah, that's going to be trouble. Good news for those of you who live on Earth. The European Space Agency has confirmed that there is no danger of asteroid 2012 TC4 hitting our beloved planet in October, despite what some panicky YouTube videos might tell you. The rock was spotted five years ago when it whizzed past Earth, missing us by 94,800 kilometers. Last month, NASA reckoned the asteroid may this year come as close as 6,800 kilometers, which is far too close for comfort in cosmic distances. However, the asteroid's orbit path has now been firmed up and we're going to be just fine. It will skip past our fragile planet in October, missing us by 44,000 kilometers. The agency said on Thursday the original observations revealed that the asteroid's next approach to our vicinity would be in October 2017, but its orbit meant that it could not be tracked during the last five years, leaving astronomers unsure on how close it would come. Shortly after its 2012 flyby, astronomers lost sight of the alien object because it was so small and dark. It was picked up again this year at the ESE's Very Large Telescope Observatory in Chile. 
Even if 2012 TC4 did hit Earth, it wouldn't be an end of civilization event by any stretch. The rock is only 15 to 30 meters wide, and after being worn away by air compression on its trip through the atmosphere, the final boulder would be about the same size as the meteorite that hit in 2013, which hurt 1,500 folks in Russia when it smashed into our planet, but it caused no deaths. The asteroid, which is traveling at about 30,000 miles per hour, will make its closest approach to Earth on October 12th. Astronomers are gearing up for the event and will be studying the rock closely to work out what it's made of. It is made of rock. (laughs) (laughs) It's made of an asteroid. It is asteroid. (laughs) A teenager in Uruguay has scored big after finding and reporting a bug in Google's app engine to view confidential internal Google documents. While bored in July, high schooler Ezekiel Pereira, who has all the makings of a competent security researcher, used Burp to manipulate the host header in web connections to Google's app engine. The 17-year-old's target web pages protected by MoMA, Google's employees-only portal, apparently named after a museum of modern art. Normally, connecting to a private staff-only Google service requires signing in via MoMA. However, it appears not all of these services fully checked if a visitor was authorized to view the content. By connecting to a public Google service, such as AppSpot.com, and changing the host header in the HTTP request to say yaks.googleplex.com, Pereira was redirected to Google's internal project management system, Yaks. Viewing that system should have required a MoMA sign-in, but instead he was able to view Yak's pages marked as Google Confidential. The student reported the loophole to Google on July 11th, and on August 4th, about a month before his 18th birthday, he was told the issue had been fixed and that he had earned a $10,000 reward from the Ad Giants Bug Bounty Program. Nice. That is Good, and he can put it towards college. Big thanks this week to Roy W. Nash and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us this week. Thanks for watching the Category5.tv newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. Thanks, Sasha. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Our website is Category5.tv. And just want to say thank you so much, one, for watching tonight, <laughs> but, pardon me, also for uh, supporting Category 5, the TV network, and everything that we do here. You can do that through our partner links on our website. You can do that through uh, becoming a patron uh, at our Patreon page. That's a great way to support us by uh, donating a small amount uh, for each episode that we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we also uh, we take donations and yeah, other ways. Yeah, we have the tip jar. That, yeah. Exactly. The tip jar is a, you know just a way to say, hey, that was a cool show. There's five bucks. Mm-hmm. There you go. So thank you very much to those of you who, uh, who do uh, that for us. And, uh, of course, we offer this show and everything that we do here absolutely free for you. So we hope you enjoy and uh, hope that, uh, that you uh, check out our website. I say it a couple times through the show, but we've got so much content there. It's Crazy. It is crazy, and it's it's a cool website. So thank you. You're welcome. I've been really trying to make it easier for folks to find um, content on mm-hmm. the site. Part of that is our partnership with Algolia, 
they have actually built for us um, uh, the back end for our search engine. And oh, it's okay. fantastic. It's so fast. Every time you, you know, you type something in and boom, you've yes. got your results. It's and it's funny. You don't realize how great a website is until you go on some websites that aren't so great. Mm. And then you're and like... Video oh. content's tough because search of video content is ridiculously difficult. <laughs> right. It's video. It's not like blogs where it's all text, right? Exactly. So it can be tough. So hopefully you find it uh, a good experience. That is all the time that we have, Sash. Can you believe it? Next wow. week is an exciting week, and we're going to be accumulating your info, your thoughts mm-hmm. over the next couple of days. Please get your thoughts in because I'm making my decision based on your feedback. Like mm-hmm. seriously, seriously, and ordering like next week. So I need this. Tell me, tell me what I should do. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to your suggestions, folks, and then I'll relay those. And I've got my own as well. So you know that's our fail safe. That's right. <laughs> but I want to know because it's been a while since I've built a computer. Like a long time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. I, do, I don't do OEM anymore. Right. I got out of it. I, I buy HP and Lenovo now and it's like... Right. But it's fun this way. Like it it's is gonna, fun. Yeah. yeah. I say that now. I don't know. I have small hands and if they need like small fingers to plug things in. Then Perfect. I don't even know. Yeah, no, that helps to Do have, have a to steady solder? hand. Do you have to solder things? You can solder things if you want. Can I have the option? Just let her solder things. Can I have the option not to just solder? Give her a soldering like iron this say, is two thousand dollars. Go ahead and solder <laughs> it to this. Here's your new processor. So you see all those pins? You gotta solder each wire <laughs> into the socket. If we could please not do that, that would be great. <laughs> well, thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you have fun tonight, and we will see you next Wednesday night. So take care. Have a great week, eh?